Welcome to Samantha's Beauty Confessions, where we engage in authentic conversations and confess everything it takes to turn our dreams into a reality. Together, we'll unlock your unique beauty and guide you toward living the life of your dreams. Get ready to go beyond the highlight reel, embrace the journey, and grow together, one conversation at a time. Okay, y'all, it is Thanksgiving week. The holidays are here, and I'm sure everyone is crazy busy this week trying to get everything together for that. And if you're a hairstylist listening, you are probably busy at the salon trying to get as many clients in as possible because everybody needs fresh hair for the holidays. And today, I thought that it would be beneficial to share five things that I am grateful for. And originally, whenever I thought of this episode, I I had thankful written down, five things that I'm thankful for. And then I stumbled across a Mel Robbins podcast, and she was talking about the difference between the word grateful and the word thankful. And I wanted to share what she said because it really kind of stuck with me, and that's what inspired me to change my verbiage. The example that she gave was that thankful is more of a momentary thing. It's more short-term. Whereas grateful is something that sticks with you. It's a feeling that sticks with you for a lot longer. She shared an example, something like if you were to do a favor for one of your neighbors, like maybe rake their leaves or something like that, they're probably going to call you or text you or maybe stop by and tell you thank you, right? And that's almost more of like this transaction, okay? It's a short exchange. They're expressing that they appreciate something, but it's more short term and there's not going to be this like lingering feeling. But then grateful, that would be like if you did the exact same thing for your neighbor and instead of just calling you or texting you or whatever, she or he came to your door and put their hand on you, gave you a hug, whatever, looked you in the eye and told you how much they truly appreciated what you did for them and shared with you that the last time that someone did something like that was when their husband was still alive. Something impactful. It's going to stick with you a lot longer. It's going to make you feel their appreciation. And that feeling is going to stick with you for a long, long time. And I don't know. I just, that really resonated with me. And it encouraged me to, again, change my verbiage. So I just had to share a little side note. I think gratitude is something that we could all try to practice more. I know that I could. Life gets busy and we just kind of get caught up in the moment But I truly believe that if we would take more time each day to try to look for the positives and to try to really think about what we're grateful for, instead of just focusing on the negatives and maybe what's going wrong, that it would make the world a better place. And we all know how needed that is. And so today, before I hit record, I sat down and I wrote out a list of the five things I'm grateful for. Little side note, I almost, since this episode is coming out on the 20th, I almost wrote down 20 things that I was grateful for, but I know that sometimes I can be long-winded, and so for the sake of time, I decided to cap it at five, and I'm going to share those with you right now. The number one thing is my support system, and there are so many different people I could name here, but again, I don't want to take up too much time. But what I do want to say is that I finally feel like I am at a place in my life where I have nothing but good people around me. And that's a really great feeling. The people in my life genuinely want the best for me. They would be there anytime I needed them. And I know firsthand how rare that is. And I just, I feel extremely grateful for it because it hasn't always been like this for me. 
it actually took me a long time to get here. It took me a lot of hurt and just different things to figure out who my true friends were. And unfortunately, I even had to weed out some of my family members as well, which was really difficult. But the people that we surround ourselves with, I've said this before, they make such a big difference, either for the positive or for the negative. And I know firsthand that I would not be where I'm at today if it wasn't for my support system. I know that I said I wasn't going to name a lot of people off, and I'm not, but I do have to mention a few people here because I feel like like I can't accurately explain this any further if I don't name a couple of people. The first one is my mom. My mom has always been my rock, my safe place, my like positive light when I needed it. I have called her numerous times, literally countless times, when I've just been crying and just feeling so defeated, like the world was coming to an end and I wasn't ever going to be able to recover from it. And somehow, every single time, she's been able to share some positivity with me, kind of redirect my thoughts, and get me back on track. I don't know how she does it. There are so many examples like this that I could share, but hopefully, Mom, if you're listening, hopefully I will be able to get her to come on a podcast episode really soon. So cross your fingers, stay tuned for that. She has so much knowledge and wisdom and just positive things to share that I think everyone could benefit from. And so I really, really hope that one day soon, I've been begging her that she will come on and do that because I know y'all are going to love her. The next person is John, and I could go on and on about him as well. There's there's so much I could say. John and I have known each other for a long time. We actually went to school together, and then we disconnected after like college, high school age. And he came back into my life shortly after I got a divorce. And when I say that he was my saving grace during this period of my life, I, I can't even accurately put into words how helpful he was for me and how supportive he was to me during this phase. He literally watched me go through all the stages of grieving. He listened to me talk about things for hours and hours and just like kind of piece together what had just happened. He listened to me get mad and just sad and then go through these happy phases and then right back to sad. It's just, it's a whole journey. And honestly, like, we're still kind of on it. It's nowhere near what it was before, but he is just, he's never like rushed me through the process. He's always just been the best listening ear that I could have ever asked for. And, you know, I don't feel any form of judgment from him whenever I open up and share things that, you know, normally I wouldn't share with people, but Truly, I can't thank him enough. I want to also have him on the podcast too. He he travels with me. He goes to all my classes. He encourages me to take risks. And I just, I think that y'all would really love to hear his perspective on all of that. I know I would, so I'm assuming y'all would as well. Um, and then the third person I want to mention is my stepdad. So the way that I feel he has supported me is a little bit different than my mom and John, but It's definitely important enough to mention because for anyone who doesn't know, I don't have a relationship with my dad. And so I kind of already had this like negative thought on men in general. And then you add my divorce on top of that. And naturally, you know, I don't have the best hope, I guess, for men. But my stepdad, he has shown me that there are still good men in this world. Anytime that he tells me he's going to do something, he does it. He's been there for me for so many different things over the years. I think him and my mom have been together now for like, I don't know, seven or eight, maybe even nine years. 
And he's been there for me in that short amount of time, more than my own dad ever was. And so for that, I'm just forever grateful. And the final person I want to mention is my assistant. I actually went to high school with her as well. And we were friends in high school. And then life kind of, similar to John, life kind of led us in opposite directions. And so we just lost touch. And then I think it was like, I don't know, maybe close to two years ago, which is crazy. I was looking for somebody to help me out at the salon. And she was the one person that came to my mind. And when I tell you that we are the perfect team, I truly mean it. Like, I know that I couldn't do the things that I do today if it wasn't for her. And I'm just so, so happy that we have reconnected. Maybe I'll have her on a podcast episode as well to share kind of what it's like to be an assistant, what it's like to work with me, and just kind of share some funny stories that we have from years past. So stay tuned for that. Lots of exciting possible episodes coming up if everyone is willing. The second thing that I am grateful for is my health. So most of you know this already, but for anyone who doesn't, I was recently diagnosed with PCOS and it has been a freaking journey to say the least. I did an entire episode about this. If y'all want to check it out, we will link it in the description of this episode. But I just feel extremely grateful that I finally have a diagnosis because for so long I was just searching for the answers. And now I at least know what's going on. And although it's not ideal, I can still take steps to try to like make it better, right? To try to fix the symptoms, to try to heal through this process. And that's the journey that I'm currently on. And I'm just, I'm really looking forward to figuring out more about PCOS. And I'm going to share everything I learned with all of you because as I mentioned on my previous episode, there isn't nearly enough information out there about women's bodies and hormones and all the things. And I want to change that. I want there to be less women in the world who are having to suffer in silence because their diagnosis is not an easy one. And if sharing my story helps at least one of you, then it's all worth it to me. The third thing on my list is my career. And whenever I think about this, whenever I think about you know how far I've come, where I'm at today, all that I had to go through to get here, I get really emotional. So if I cry, I'm sorry. But I, I truly do not have the words to express how much I love what I do. I don't have the words to express how much it means to me that all of you have been so supportive of me over the years, that all of you have, you know, commented on my videos, liked my posts, sent me DMs, bought tickets to my classes, listened to this podcast, and just supported me as a whole. I literally would not be where I'm at without all of you. And so I want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart for believing in me, even when I didn't believe in myself. And for just continuing to support me on all the different journeys that I've gone through. I know that not everybody gets to wake up every day and do the thing that they love. And so I never, ever, ever want to take that for granted because I truly wake up every day and love what I'm doing. And they say that if you if you love what you do, you'll never work a day in your life. And that is so freaking true. Tattoo it on my body. I fully believe in it. And I truly wish that everybody could feel this exact same way about their job. Like I encourage everyone listening. If, if you wake up and you're unhappy with where you are in your career, maybe you no longer want to do the thing you're doing. Maybe you need to go back to school, whatever the case is, what is something that you could do to change that? Because we do, we spend a lot of our time working. A lot of our life is spent working. And I just, I don't know, it's probably not possible, but I would like everybody to just have the same passion that I have. 
And to be able to wake up every day just feeling super inspired and super happy to get to go to work, not to feel like they have to go to work. And trust me, I know making a career change probably sounds scary, but sometimes scary is what we need. The risk is usually worth the reward, at least in my experience. And you know what? I'll be honest with you. Even though I do, I realize how far I've come. I do know all that I've accomplished, all that I've been able to do and achieve and all that. I still have moments where I feel big imposter syndrome. Like I still have times where I sit back and think to myself, how is this my life? Like, how is this happening to me? You know? And so that fear, that imposter syndrome, it's still very real for me too. But I just, I encourage all of you, I guess, my little soapbox moment to not let that fear hold you back because life is too short. And at the end of it, I want you all to be able to look back on your life and think, wow, I am so glad I did that and not think like, man, I wish I would have done that. Okay, now I'm going to get off my soapbox and I'm going to move on to the fourth thing on my list. And that is my curiosity. This one is kind of random. It's different than all the other ones. But recently, this is something that I've been really grateful for. My entire life, I've been a curious person. I have always asked a ton of questions, and there have been multiple different times throughout life where I've actually been made to feel bad for this. But my curiosity, all of my crazy questions, that's what got me to where I'm at today. And I always say that asking questions and being curious is one of my favorite ways to learn. Because if you think about it, Everybody in the world is going to have a little bit of a different perspective on life. Everybody in the world has a unique experience because none of us are the same. We've all lived different lives in different places at different times. And in my experience, no matter what it is that I've been going through, I can always, I can almost always find that there's at least one person out there that has been through something similar or that is going through something similar. And I find that having conversations and asking questions and just sharing opinions with these people, this is how I've learned so much. Now, I'm not saying you're going to agree with everything everybody says because you absolutely will not, but I encourage you to ask anyways, to be curious anyways, because typically what ends up happening is something that that person shares, whether it's, you know, a sentence or the entire thing or just like one word, something about that is going to stick out to you And that's going to be the thing that you need to take away from that conversation. That's going to be the thing that you just kind of put in your pocket and move on and you know a little bit more than you did before. Because, I don't know, it's experience, right? It's something that they wish they would have known or something that they did that didn't work out or just whatever the case is, it's experience and it's learning and it's helping you grow. And again, you can literally just take bits and pieces from each conversation. But if you never ask, how are you ever going to know? Like, seriously, people used to tell me not to ask questions. Like, people would say, you know, stop asking so much, or that's too personal, or you can't ask that. But I disagree. I feel like if the question is too personal, that person can totally tell me that, and they don't have to answer it. But I I always say that I'm asking it from a genuine place. I'm asking it because I truly care about people. I'm not asking it to go and gossip about the person when they leave. I never, ever do that. I truly just want to understand people and get to know them. And in order to do that, I find that you have to ask questions a little bit deeper than surface level. And so a couple of years ago, when I got a divorce, 
I didn't really care what people were thinking of me at the time because I was broken down and I needed help. And so I just started asking for help, asking the questions that I was wondering, asking for people's advice about topics and all of the things like that. And it has truly shaped me into who I am today. And really, my curiosity is the entire reason that this podcast is here because I wanted to start this podcast to sit down with people and get to know them and let all of you hear the conversations and take bits and pieces from each episode that you can apply to your life. And so now, I guess full circle moment, the people that told me that, you know, I was too curious as a kid or I was asking too many questions, now I've literally used my curiosity to create a career for myself. And I'm saying that with a smile on my face because that just came to me as I was speaking. And that's a huge deal. And that's freaking awesome. And number five is my niece and my nephew. And yes, they get their own category because they are that special to me. I know that they say that there's no love like a mother's love, but I I really can't imagine loving anything or anyone more than I love these two kids. I am so thankful that their parents allow John and I to be such a big part of their life. My niece is four and my nephew is five, and they're truly at the most fun age. They're just, they're they're the best. My nephew, he is this old soul, like, He's like this 90-year-old man walking around in a five-year-old's body. He is so smart, wise beyond his years, and he has the biggest heart. And then my niece, she is just, she's so fun. Like, John and I talk about it all the time. The girl knows what she wants. There's nothing that you can say or do when she wants something that's going to make her back down or change her mind. She is hilarious. I swear, I laugh the entire time that I'm with her. And One of my favorite things about her is that right now she's really into girly stuff. Like every time that we keep her, she tells my nephew and John that she and I are going to go and do girl stuff together. And obviously I love that because girl stuff is kind of my jam. Um, And it's funny because people are always asking me whenever I'm going to have kids of my own. And I always tell them that maybe I'll want my own kids once my niece and nephew are too cool for me. Because unfortunately, I'm sure that age will come. And, you know, right now, I kind of get the best of both worlds. I get to keep them quite a bit. And then I get to give them back to mom and dad. And I get to come home to a house with no children. And I I love that. So maybe one day when I kind of, when that privilege is no longer there, when they're too cool for me, maybe then I'll want kids of my own. But right now, I'm going to continue just loving my niece and nephew and spoiling them every single chance that I get. And anyways, there's just... I could go on and on and on about them. I actually tried to do a podcast episode with them last time we kept them, but I think that I think they're too young to understand. They were both just like singing into the microphone and like, you know, fighting over whose turn it was or whatever. And so it didn't go as planned. But anyways, I I just truly think kids are so special. I think that that they just see the world in such a different way than we do. And I am a big believer, I say this all the time, that more adults should try to look at the world through the eyes of a child, and it would be a much better place. Can we all agree on that? Okay, y'all, and that is the end of my list. I I had so much fun recording this. It's It really is important for us to take the time to sit down and just reflect and just kind of have like a stream of consciousness, whether it's on paper or if y'all want to get on a microphone and record it also. Sometimes I feel like that's easier for me than writing it on paper because my hand starts hurting. I'm I'm long-winded again. And so when I try to write these things down, I feel like I write pages and pages. So what I like to do is either type them out and read them back later or just get on a microphone and record like a voice memo or something like that to listen back to in a few years or a few months or whatever you want to do. 
I think it's so important, though, that we do take this time this holiday season to just sit and think about all of the different things we have in our lives because there are so many things to be thankful for. And again, life gets busy, and I totally understand that. And it's easy for us to forget to do this, but hopefully this episode has encouraged you or inspired you to take some time and and to do this exact thing for yourself because it really does make you feel so good at the end. And it's just, it's kind of like this positive light shining through, and, and we all need more of that. I hope you all have an amazing Thanksgiving, whatever it is that you are going to be doing. I hope that you have the best time doing it, and I will talk to all of you again next week. Okay, y'all, that's it for today's episode. Be sure to follow the show on whatever platform you're listening and leave a rating and review to show your support so we can continue growing together. If today's episode really resonated with you, you can always share it to your story and be sure to tag me so I can personally thank you. I appreciate each and every one of you, and I'll talk to you again next week.